Start a new transition in life, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing, or creating a brand new life. Be with us in Panta Kalhor Transition Channel. Episode 56, Green Healing Show, Children's Chronic Health with Fiona Mao, Functional Medicine and Nurse Practitioner. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel in YouTube and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. Get pregnant by unleashing your reproductive power. Hello everyone. Hello. Of Green Healing Show. And we are with Fiona Mo, functional medicine health expert and nurse practitioner, chronic health challenges in children is our topic today and we're gonna dig into it uh, to see how we can recognize this chronic disease how we can prevent it and what is the best solution uh, to prevent this kind of disease in child in children thank you so much for being here Fiona Thank you so much for having me. Really, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. All right. Uh, tell me about your story. Why did you end up to be functional medicine? I know you already have your master and then you decide to be functional medicine as well. So it's a great integration. I And most of the people that I interview, they already have their own problem and issues and then get back to another holistic medicine which is functional medicine right now for you yes so honestly i wasn't even looking for functional medicine it found me meaning i was a mom okay i have three daughters and my middle child she was delayed as far as like her development like she started crawling at 11 months and then also she was nonverbal. And, you know, like being that I, you know, have the medical background, I knew something was wrong and she was my second child. So I was really just wondering what's going on. How can I help her? And like most of the time when I would take her to get her wellness checks and visits, everything I was being told was, oh, um, just give her some time, you know, like she'll just grow out of it. But then, you know, as a mom, you just know that something's not right. So that's actually what happened. I was just trying to help my child. And in the process, that's how I stumbled into functional medicine. I did not know about it before. No. So why did you choose functional medicine? How did you hear about it? So... I started just um, looking for help anywhere. I didn't even know what I was looking for. I just wanted anyone who would kind of show me anything. I was just open. So when we were when we had her in like speech therapy at the time, and the doctors weren't really helping me, and you know like. At the time, I was an NP, so I'm like, um, I know there's not so much help here, but someone was saying, hey, what if you just try out, you know, like, like do a, a, a hair test? So that's how I was at hair test. I'm like, hmm, what? So I did a hair test, and I sent her hair all the way to the UK, 
And it took about like a good month or so to come back. And then, you know, it showed that my daughter had like heavy metals. And I'm like, how did she get these things? And, you know, so that is how my journey started. Like I was just a mom just seeking to help her child. Yeah. So that's how I got into functional medicine. It was the hair test that kind of welcomed me into it. Yeah. And uh, finally, your child recovered from it, right? My child now speaks. So I am so grateful to God because that was my main concern was that, you know, like she was three and she wasn't talking, you know. So I had started functional medicine about six months before that. Um, so it did take some time. But then finally, my daughter is able to talk to me because I was one of those moms that was like, is my mom, is, is my daughter going to ever tell me that she loves me? Like, does she understand? You know, my husband and I were really stressed out. Like we, we had no clue because we would like look at her and, you know, talk to her and it's kind of like blank, like, you know, like she, she's not there, but she's there, you know? So it was such a, it was such a stressful moment. I, I can't even lie. So I'm really grateful for functional medicine because one, it wasn't complicated, and two, the answers were not so far, you know, they were actually just within reach, but I just needed to have someone kind of show me how to go about it. So, yeah. You know, a lot of chronic diseases starts from our childhood. Yes. And if, if we could prevent it, then it doesn't develop until adulthood and then, you know, that's going to kill us like asthma yes. and many other diseases. Yes. You were so smart from the beginning. You could prevent it and you could work on it because that's the worst part when you see that your child is not speaking or have some problem. Like I have a three-year-old daughter. I, I understand your concern. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, that was your second child, but this, that, this is my only child. Yes. <laughs> yes. But yes. but because that was your second child, you already knew that, that what is what you have to expect, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, yes, that's because, why. Yes, because my older my older child, she was just on top of everything. Like you know, she it she hit all her milestones at the right time, so I knew something was wrong with my middle child, you know. Then the funny thing is when I was learning about her delays and everything, I was pregnant, right? So for the third one. So so I was very, very stressed over that, you know, and this is why I'm big in telling moms about not being stressed because for some reason, I could not differentiate them apart and so I was worrying about this child. I was thinking, oh, my goodness, will she be the same? She's not going to talk. And, you know, so I was really stressed out. And I think that played a role because now my the last baby, she has eczema. You know, it's controlled and everything. But then I just had a time with those two kids between trying to solve the eczema in this one and trying to deal with the developmental delays. It was quite something. Yeah. But could you actually work on your third one uh, with functional medicine as well? Yes. Recover? Yeah. Yes. So how actually use functional medicine for chronic disease? In, okay. I know you, you're doing it with your patient as well, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there are many layers to functional medicine. 
it's not just one thing. And this is the beauty of it because functional medicine does not just look at, um, oh, you have eczema, so we'll only deal with your skin and that's it. No, because what it does is that it looks at the whole person. It's not just one organ. So for example, like with my daughter, the symptoms appeared on her skin because, you know, like she had like the rough skin, like, and she used to scratch till she would bleed. And what I had to do was change her diet. And that played a very big role, just eliminating some things. And at the time, like I didn't know, but you know, as a mom, when you're breastfeeding and you're doing all these things, what you put in goes to the child. So if you're not aware as a mother that you, that you, cause for like, I had no, um, you, I, I had no allergies. So for me, I can eat, eat anything, right? And not know that it's bothering me. But then my child was not able to eat, to, to kind of like digest all those things. So being that I'm the one that's helping her get her feeding, it's important that I kind of limit the things that I'm eating so she can have the right nutrients for her development. So with, with her, I had to change the diet as well. Yeah, diet actually plays a very big role and is not only um, just a regular diet that you say unprocessed food or organic food. And I see even for my own clients in fertility, um, you have to customize it, right? Based yes. on the assessment that you get from the patient, you have to customize it. Yes. And this is one thing that I do like about functional medicine. Yes, there are foods that, yes, you can eliminate, you know, like they're the basic inflammatory foods. You know, we have like gluten, dairy, soy, corn, nuts. But at the same time, you do not want to limit everything because if a child can have it, why not? So the best way for you to know is doing a blood test right? Because that way, you know, it's applicable for that particular individual. And then the other thing is, there's some hidden um, things that you may not know. You know, for example, like you might find it may be like a shampoo, you know, it may be something that's in a shampoo that's actually causing you to have the inflammation that shows up as the swelling or the GERD that you experience or the um lack of sleeping, the bloating, it shows up differently. So you do the full assessment with your functional medicine skills with the child. Yes, yes. And then you order it through, I know like uh, GI and food sensitivity, you cannot mm -hmm. order it through um, regular channels, right? Yes, yes. That is our <laughs> other labs that can but not through conventional, conventional. Yes. Hello. Sorry. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. We, we lost you for a while. So yeah, you sorry. said we cannot, uh, we cannot order GI and uh, food sensitivity through the regular conventional medicine. Yes. Yeah. So the, 
Yes. Yeah, so regular medicine, what we usually do with regular medicine is we do like what's called IgE testing. And mm -hmm. IgE, IgE testing is one that shows like immediate responses. So for example, you know, most people know like a peanut allergy, like you'll have like your lip swelling or you'll break out. But then when it's the food sensitivities, it's a delayed response. And so what that means is that the symptoms may not show up right now. It may show up even two days later. And so with that testing, it's not done with the traditional conventional medicine, but it's done with functional medicine. And that is what's really good about, about um, functional medicine because it's not taken as seriously in conventional medicine. However, it does play a huge role in how one person heals. Beautiful. Okay, tell me about uh, exactly, uh, like, give me an example, other example mm -hmm. of your patients. Okay. Uh, different disease of chronic uh, illness, how you can discover it and how you could uh, actually okay. act upon it. Yes. Okay, so let's say you have a child that's going through some symptoms, right? Like maybe they're not sleeping well, or maybe um, you notice like in their stool, like they're, it's, um, it's not formed, you notice like it's kind of like broken up, or like they have um, problem with focus, problem with concentration, they're using a lot of inhalers and things like that. Those are chronic things. The difference between chronic medicine and um, acute is, for example, if a child like breaks their arm, you, you, you have to take them to the hospital, you know? So conventional medicine, it's very needed, it's important. But then for chronic health, there are other ways. And this is where I find functional medicine being very applicable because what happens is when you're doing functional medicine, instead of just giving this child like just medications to kind of limit the symptoms, you get to go to the root cause. And the root causes could be so different. It could be maybe they have pathogens, they have parasites, you know, it could be that you're feeding them the wrong foods, but you don't know it, right? And so how the the body has to find a way of, of asking for help. And it does this by showing you that, hey, there's a symptoms, you know, like child is not sleeping, child is a picky eater. It's kind of giving you hints that there is something that needs to be addressed. And so functional medicine helps us go down there and figure out, okay, so why is this child having this wheezing, you know, or asthma or, or you know, whatever it is. And when, when you take this child to conventional, they'll just be given something like an inhaler. So inhalers are good. We need them. Yes. However, that is not going to fix the problem. The child will forever be, you know, using those medications and medications also do elevate the toxic load in our bird in, in our body and that's not good right so the best way is to just first of all get down to the root of what's causing the symptoms right so if a child for example is having focus problems most parents don't know to look and see hey is it food you know but you may find that, you know, this child is being fed a lot of processed foods. You may find, you know, they're having like 
orange juice, which you may think is healthy because it says orange, right? You may think it's a, but then you have to learn to look at the labels and find out um, the sugar content, you know, things like that. You want to look for the artificial sweeteners and things like that. So you want to look at their stool because if we look into the stool, it tells us a lot about what's going on in the body, right? And not just that organ that's acting up. So you look at the stool and you find out, oh, they need better enzymes. They need probiotics. You know, it kind of shows you, oh, there's a pathogen here, you know. So by doing a complete stool assessment, it helps us to know where to, where to focus on to kind of help us get down to the root cause. And then also another thing that's important is using blood work, we can look into their nutritional levels. So it's good to have supplements, but then you want to make sure that it's targeted towards the individual, towards the child, because you may find that you're giving this child a supplement that maybe has a lot of vitamin A, yet if you do the blood work, you'll realize, oh, they don't need all that much, right? What they need is more of vitamin D, more zinc. So it kind of helps when you actually take time and just do all the all the complete assessment and do all the testing. Um. Well, Fiona, what do you what do you think about this pediasure? Have you heard about it? Yes, I've Is heard about it. But uh, like sometimes my baby doesn't eat too much. She actually loves specific foods, so she's yes. very picky. She doesn't if if it's her favorite food, she she eats perfectly. But if she, I try to give her everything, but she doesn't. She refuses. So Pediasure. I try, yeah, yeah, tell me. <laughs> okay, Pediasure is actually good. Um, we use it quite a bit, actually, even in conventional medicine, it's used quite a bit. Um, the only thing is that it's kind of, I will tell you, um, but then it's actually good as far as looking at the nutritional levels. However, there's other things that you could use that have like less sugar content. For example, like you could use Intermax in place of that. And that can also still help the child get the nutrients that they need. The only thing is you have to be sure to dose it accordingly because, you know, like most of the supplement dosed for adults. So you have to make sure that you it's, it's reduced to a child's level. So it's called Intramax, right? Yes, yes, Intramax, yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Good, I learned <laughs> So Good. we just have a few seconds break and we come back okay. again. Okay, okay. Please subscribe to Panta Calhor Transition Channel and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. Thank you for watching. All right, <laughs> we are back here now. Uh, do you have any recommendation for parents who are worried about their children? Um, and, you know, when, when they are like two-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old, uh, parents are really afraid to take them to blood tests, uh, mm. <laughs> you know, because it's, they are very fragile. So what do you actually recommend? Okay, so depending on how severe um, the situation is going on with the child, 
usually the first step is always a stool test. So that is not a blood test. And that is something that parents can easily just do at home, right? And based on that, there are some things, for example, if they're two and they're still breastfeeding, we can work with the parent and just let the parent know these are the main high allergy stimulating foods that you need to get rid of, right? And you can also teach this to the, if, if they're not breastfeeding, if the children right now are eating, you could just tell parents, hey, we could eliminate this, 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 this. Now, when it comes to the blood test, you want to do that if you're not getting results, meaning like if your child is still having the problems or the symptoms, you want to try and get down to the root cause. So yes, I know that parents may not like it, but then it's actually a good thing, you know, to be able to solve the problem. But it doesn't have to be the first thing that you do because you could always start with a hair test, you know, so that doesn't have to do with the blood, right? And then you can also do the stool test. And between those two, you should be able to have a good bearing as well. Uh, for how long they can have milk? I know um, you can start with milk um, and then we go for... Um, cow milk <laughs> yes with, uh, um, with the for how long they can use it okay so really you're not really supposed to start with cow milk really until like older but i know when it comes to cow milk it's very it's it's not one that i would recommend to be honest at inflammation like it's not it's it's such a huge protein it's hard to break down and digest so if if i had to recommend i'd recommend something like goat milk if they're not breastfeeding mm. yeah what about when they are three year old because my daughter sometimes okay. uh, still yes. consumes yes <laughs> yes no if if they're three if they're three and they do not have any gut issues then yes that is okay you just want to make sure that you want to make sure it's kind of like the cow was grass-fed that is like the main thing i don't know if you know if it's easy to do but then that would be the best like it's better to get it from like a farm or something like that yeah it's so difficult to find such a thing <laughs> yes it's yes but yeah. then there's good options like rice milk you know so there are other things that you could use oh it's yes. just a cow yeah cow milk is really hard like you know when they're younger it's really not advised yeah in in all my shows almost in all my health shows i always say don't have try not to have a dairy product because even for my asthma uh, as soon as i remove it it really improve my health so i know how it works <laughs> yes 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 because it it inflames so so what goes on with the asthma is that the it, it forms up mucus buildup the, the milk forms that up and so it's the same thing so if a child is going through like a chronic illness you want to make sure that their gut is intact and the best way to do that is to make sure that you're not giving them offending foods. So that would be why I would not suggest the dairy because of that. I would not really suggest any cow milk, even if they're like six years old. Yes, yes, you're right. <laughs> okay, you have a website here, Fiona Mo. Yes, yes, What do you do on the website? Do you have any... 
virtual mentoring or coaching or any assessment by internet? What do you do? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I work, I work with clients one-on-one, but I am, I am in the process of forming a group program. And in this group program, I'm wanting to teach mothers about healthy options for their children. So this is something that I will, I'm working on and I'll be able to share in the future. Yes. So uh, if they actually access their website, mm-hmm. what they see and what do you do with this? Okay. Website? So on the website, I work with moms and I also work with children. And on this website, I'm able to do the labs. Like I mentioned, I send the labs to your homes right and then we also have we do zoom we do zoom meetings so this so it's a face face to face and i'm able to have like weekly meetings with you and i'm able to kind of teach you about you know how to clean up your house i'm talking about toxins i'm talking about like the dirty foods that are in your kitchen and your refrigerator like i'm giving you like education to know how to better help you help your family And that's fantastic because these are basics that many parents actually forgot. (laughs) And they don't know. They don't know how much mold they have in their house, how much dirt they have. Everything looks fine and very clean, but it's not. (laughs) Yes, including just even the creams that you put on your child. That also matters. Like you have to learn to identify the toxins that are even hidden within sight. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Fiona. I really enjoyed talking to you today. Thank you. Hopefully, I wish you a lot of luck and success uh, for what you do right now. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on your show. Thank you. Thanks.